Welcome to episode nine with Sarah and Leanne talking about why language matters. Just a precaution, there is um, bad language in this episode, so it is not suitable if you have got small children in the car. I hope you enjoy this episode. So talking about language and how we can get ourselves into trouble personally with language with by not meaning it, or when purposefully language is used in a quite a clever way yeah. to change people's behaviour. Yeah, there's so much around this and I think it's probably something that you could have a whole podcast on, but... Um... So I have a fascination with language and using it more in a kind of um, healing way. So I've, I've trained as a NLP master, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. So it's using language to reprogram your brain to help you with things like phobias and well, anything really. And, um, and like, you know, to accomplish things. So I've used it with people that maybe might, might not have a bit worried about doing presentations and how you can kind of reprogram your brain so that you can think better. But a part of my study, we looked a lot at um, speeches and how speeches can encourage people to do things. And, you know, this, like Hitler's speeches were always amazingly done. And I don't know whether necessarily he had neuro-linguistic programmers working for him, but it's um, supposedly nowadays the prime ministers and people do have... NLP um, people and here it comes on to an interesting point well yeah I've I've been you know I'm not really following the media that much at the moment but I do hear Boris's speeches and I was quite fascinated when I started to hear him and my daughter does a brilliant impression you know this kind of you will not go outside and you will not do this and you will not do that and and that's like straight away you start thinking from the kind of thinking about the speech. Now, there's no accidents when it comes to Prime Minister's speeches. They are, you know, they've got the best people working for them, writing their speeches. Yeah, and also, and just to make it clear, we're not talking about politics here. Whether we love Boris or hate him, no, that's not we're what we're talking about. We're just talking about language. Yeah. And so my kind of take on his speeches is basically, he's by saying you will not go outside, he's basically saying to people, you know, go outside, go and do all these things, because the brain... The way the brain works, when you tell it not to do something, it doesn't hear the word not. It hears you will, like, go out and do something. So, so for example, if you say to yourself, I must not eat that cookie, all your brain's thinking is, you must eat that cookie, you must eat that cookie, you must eat that cookie. I need to eat that cookie now. Yeah, eventually you might, <laughs> you might resist it for a yeah. little while, yeah. but eventually you'll do it because you've yeah. literally programmed your brain to be telling yourself to eat it. So this is why that when I decide I don't want to eat so much, I just yeah. eat more. Yeah. So you're much better off saying to yourself, I'm going to eat a healthy, I small must, amount today. Yeah. I must eat more fruit and veg. You just need to word it in a positive way. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, going back to the Boris thing, I think that we kind of, you know, they wanted to have herd immunity from the beginning and I kind of feel that that was their clever way of going around this is that because yeah. now you know there is he's kind of blaming people for going out and not being sensible and that's not really been the case I think there's kind of we're doing what maybe is the only thing that we can do at the moment in time but yeah. I mean that's going off the, the topic of language yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's an interesting 
just to look, start looking at things like that, just really be aware of. Is it a bit like reverse psychology? Well, no, it's not. Well, yeah, maybe, I suppose. Yeah. It's similar. But yeah, it happens. And, and it's, you know, self-talk and also talking to your children. You know, I worked in a school and, you know, you'd hear teachers shouting, um, you know, don't run down the corridor. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, Instead of saying... Walk slowly down yeah. the corridor. Yeah, I think yeah. they're better at it nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's but, the same with parenting, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I think I very early on would be like, "Don't do that," or yeah. you know, whatever. And then you learn to use positive language, which has a much more um, positive yeah. effect on the child without them feeling. You yeah. Know, so tell them what you want them to do. Like, don't say "Don't drop that." Yeah. You know, hold it carefully. Yeah. Or if you want them to stop something, give them a. N- and do you know give them another option to do something else rather than yeah. being like stop doing that yeah you know if they're like scribbling all over the walls or something yeah. yeah kind of more like you know why don't we go and uh play with the pens on the piece of paper type thing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. or just let them draw all over the house like i did and then you could at child height it was like an art gallery in my house oh nice yeah and then we just painted over it when they grew out of it yeah yeah, so that's always fascinating and listening. And then especially like the self-talk, I think there's kind of... Well, negative self-talk is so damaging to kind of the way you feel, isn't it? Like yeah. if you start um, kind of telling yourself off or yeah. telling yourself you're worthless or stupid or... And I think most people aren't really aware idiot. of it. Like no. the inner critic. No, no, no is there and all the time for most people and they talk to themselves like they would you know you'd never talk to anybody else in the whole entire world no but yeah i mean i've been like that but i've definitely got better and i do catch myself out i'll be like oh you idiot and then i'll kind of say to myself oh i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that i don't mean it well i do do that but i do it in a light-hearted way and um but i do try and talk to myself like as if i was talking to my best friend not that i have a best friend but yeah someone that Um, you love someone yeah yeah and just so i try and talk nicely to myself and i think that makes me feel quite quite good generally yeah well no one else is i actually talk to myself though out loud yeah so do i all the time all the time yeah yeah it's quite funny yeah 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 yeah. but yeah no i do i do think that by using negative language towards yourself you can really bring yourself down so just switching that to being nice to yourself I think yeah. is a huge thing and that comes really from having an awareness I think most people aren't even aware of it the things they'd say to themselves no so you need to start being aware you need aware. to bring awareness so yeah. that comes through doing things like meditation and being aware of the other being aware of the observer well I don't think you need to necessarily do meditation I'm not a great believer in meditation these days but I do think that you can but meditation notice. done differently notice. I know we there's different we were talking about this the other day meditation being what inner awareness sit down and just you've got to clear your thoughts yeah is i think counterproductive i love um sadhguru talks about the fact that we've evolved for all these years you know millions of years whatever to be able to have inner dialogue yeah, like yeah, no other yeah. animals can do it so why yeah. would we then want to stop ourselves being no. able to do it it's like no, when people exactly. say to me i'm just constantly i have clear thoughts all the time i'm just like you know 
empty. Yeah. Like, well, why the fuck do you want to be empty? Yeah, no. That's exactly. not good. No. But it's having, what I think of meditation is having self-awareness more than anything. So being able to stop and still have the thoughts, but separate those thoughts from being the observer. So yeah, you can yeah, observe yeah, yeah, yeah. those thoughts and sit yeah, there yeah, and no, go, completely. oh, that's interesting, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then so from having then, stillness, really. Yeah, having stillness, yeah. And, and so then from then, to, yeah. once you've got the awareness, you can then change it because then yeah, suddenly no, you'll absolutely. hear the thought, yeah. oh, you know, you fat cow. Well, no, that's not a nice thing to say. No. You know, about no, yourself. Absolutely. So then you can change it. But quite often people just don't give themselves the time. Well, I think, and it's about being present as well, but kind of getting off topic now a bit. But the other thing is um, language in the way we write. So yes. I've got into trouble many a time being dyslexic for either missing out words um, or people taking the tone of the email slightly wrong. Yeah, and that's a nightmare nowadays because most of our communication seems to be by text messages or emails. Yeah. Unless you're, you're, you're sat face to face. Because when you're sat face to face with somebody, you've got you know other communication going yeah, on. Like, you've got body language. Yeah, isn't it 70% tone. of communication is yeah. through body language. Yeah, I think it's even higher. Yeah. And language is just a small part of that. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. you send an email or you write a response to something, a text message, and you lose all of that. Yeah. And then most of the time we're all really, really busy. And so yeah. we're replying and not really thinking about what we're writing. Yeah. And then the receiver gets it and get can get offended well, or it might take depend, it the wrong way. And maybe it depends on what state of mind they're in at yeah, the time. Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I um always end my texts apart from to tradespeople just so they don't think I fancy them or whatever <laughs> with kisses just yeah. so that if I happen to have um, maybe like sounded a bit harsh which I didn't mean that, yeah. that all is forgiven because I put these kisses <laughs> so people don't take offence I find it really hard not to sign off with a kiss even when I'm working with clients I do yeah, it yeah, all yeah. the time because I I think, or just put a smiley face or I don't yeah. know it's always a bit weird. Yeah. But I, I do try and... Getting tone across like, in a message is really hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. But I think using smiley faces and emojis is quite good. Yeah. That helps me anyway. Yeah. But I did get into trouble, like, you know, just we, we need to change our car. And I had written to the dealer, local dealer, um, because we'd test driven this car and he said oh it's not going to be available if you order it now until December January and I was like oh, okay so we kind of looked around and found one further away um, that was coming in the time frame that we wanted it in so I then wrote to the original dealer and said I'm you know really sorry but we found one that's available at the right time so mm -hmm. we won't be proceeding with you and I got this text back saying I'm so disappointed and this like and I was like whoa wait a minute you know you didn't if you'd have told me you needed it then and I thought I'd made that quite clear. Yeah. In the actual like, but it was yeah. Miscommunication. Miscommunication. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, going back to the emojis thing. So I'm not really, I didn't really know much about emojis. I'm quite new to really to the whole kind of um, having a smartphone. Up until like three years ago, I just had a normal basic phone. So it's quite new in my world. And then um, getting into dating and a lot, you know people emoji talk all the time rude oh, yeah. things no, I, don't, and, I don't understand that and th there's a whole language yeah, a whole yeah, emoji yeah, yeah, language yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah. I have no idea about no. so I would use certain emojis and then I'd be and then in a certain order just being stupid and then they would that would mean something yeah, I have no, no idea no, no, I've so done, I think, I done the same to my kids and they're like <laughs> do you know no, what it means? that means like that you really fancy me <laughs> and that you've 
like um, yeah. you want to like have a relationship with me or something like that that's really weird yeah and it's like, oh. funny, I don't know whether it's just that I've been out the game, but I, I mean, I was dating quite a lot of men that were young, like a few years younger than me, not, you know, hundreds of years younger than me, but... Is that called cougar? Being a cougar, yeah. yeah. Being a MILF. A MILF, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I don't know whether it was just that or I've just been out the game and I just didn't really know, but yeah, I would, it was just hilarious. I, I actually had to ask, like, you have to understand, I really have no idea about this stuff and I'm just scribbling stuff down well you know but, the raindrops yeah apparently that's not raindrops no it's bodily fluids yeah which we won't get into on this podcast <laughs> but i've used that before to my kids you know like it's raining I'm and they're wet. like oh my god you're so weird um but i like to use emojis in the way that i feel that they are as in i make up my own yeah, emoji language. language. I didn't yeah. realise that there was a no. a meaningful language that the youth know about. Yeah, they've got their own thing going on. But I tend to use the same emojis: smiley faces, sad crying faces. Yeah. And and I sometimes use the animals, and I've no idea whether they actually mean the animal or whether there's a hidden meaning. Yeah. Well, we say so me and my friend, um, we have we don't like to mention names, not because just to offend people. We had. So we had a conversation about emojis and she was like, when would you ever use um, the camel? And I was like, well, if your friend's got a camel toe, you know, if you're like sat somewhere across, you don't want to make a big scene about it, you could just send the camel emoji. And so now that's what we send each other all the time. We sign off every single text message with a camel. Oh. Yeah. So what what are the other, because I use the bee emoji because I am a What would you use that for? Well, just... Just because you like bees. If I'm talking about bees, yeah. <laughs> Love it. And I use the, the the crying with laughter one. Yeah. Either the slanty one or the straight one. <laughs> yeah. Not that I know any meaning of that. Uh, but you're not actually sitting there crying with laughter. No. No, because no. then the, the one that's really crying is with the, the stream coming down, isn't yeah. it? That's that one. Yeah. Um, is it, no? Yeah. Anyway, we're getting on subject of language again. Well, no, emoji is about language. It is about language, it is. So, yeah. But you're, I find you're quite fascinating with your language because you're, you do, you're very direct in your language. And I think, like you said before, that comes from your, you know, the fact that you speak Dutch. Is it's your bilingual. first language? No, I'm bilingual. Your, so yeah. I don't have okay. a first language. language. No, so they're, they're, they're both my first language. I can't yeah. remember ever learning language knows so I just always could speak both languages and Dutch is is, a, is quite a direct language and yeah. the Dutch are direct so yeah. the Dutch believe that well if you're if you want something or you feel somewhat something why wouldn't you say that they yeah. don't understand this pussyfooting around English thing where you <laughs> kind of allow the subtleness you're, you're trying to be subtle yeah what about then, sarcasm do they do sarcasm yeah yeah, they do do sarcasm. Yeah. But I guess their humour is more obvious type of humour. Yeah. Um, and they're quite loud and they can... And so I think when I talk sometimes, I don't mean to sound harsh. It's like a joke. Yeah. And sometimes it can come across as being slightly... Because there's that thing, because obviously I grew up in Holland, so... My language, my the way I communicate is very much like yeah. how a Dutch person would communicate. But I love it. I much prefer the directness. I can't stand this kind of passive aggressiveness that a lot of British people do. It's kind of 
saying that you know it's all right through gritted teeth but you can see that they're just like blood yeah but i don't understand that to me no it's weird if you are if there is something tell me because yeah i don't i I won't pick up on it necessarily yeah Yeah. or um you know what's the worst thing that can happen no yeah so just communicate yeah communicate i feel more directly but i mean i know that that not everyone likes that because people think it's a bit in your face but um but i think tone is important and i sometimes get that wrong and i don't know whether that's because i'm bilingual but sometimes the tone particularly particularly when i ask my children or partner to do something and sometimes i get the tone wrong and it sounds perhaps aggressive um Mm -hmm. And I'm not meaning it like that, but I do want it to come across as if, you know, I do want them to do it. Because often they go, yeah, yeah, and then nothing happens. Yeah. So I do feel like I conduct the orchestra at home. And sometimes I need to just be a little bit careful how I do that, because it can sound like a nagging fishwife. Yeah. And it's difficult, though, isn't it? Because we kind of, we end up having to manage everybody as, you know... Well, I, w- I wish I didn't have to, because no, I have No one wants to, though, right? I mean, I struggle enough managing myself. I've got, like, ADHD, I can't bloody manage anything. But, well, I can. I can manage things. But what I mean is, like, organisation's not my strong point. Yeah. Um, but I still seem to have that role, generally, not really to do with anything like finances, because that would be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> All your money would be spent on chickens and bees. Yeah, <laughs> chickens and bees. I mean, yoga mats. Oh my god, I love my chickens so much. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, but tone tone's really important, and, and you kind of hear it how people the tone that people use in when they're talking to their partners and their kids. Yeah. Um, you see it a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm not marriages. really. I'm not really. I'm not that bad. I mean, no. I think the way I I I treat, I hope. I mean, I treat my children and my partner. You know, like I would want them to talk to me I mean I'm yeah. not but it, I think sometimes I misinterpret and sometimes I'm being sarcastic which I think is really funny and I you know I think I'm being really funny but the other person might not perceive it like that and they get offended yeah. so I've had that a few times yeah um, where I slightly get it wrong but yeah um, you said it's it surprised me sometimes how people do talk quite sharply to their partners yeah and you think why are you still together yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really almost putting each other down. Yeah, and I've, I've been in a situation where I was at, um, like, some, I don't know, some afternoon thing somewhere a few years ago, and the wife was, like, this particular couple who shall remain nameless, but the wife was, like, really horrible to the man. Mm. And I actually felt really... And he was, like, almost cowering away. And it's not necessarily... And I really, it's like bullying. Yeah. It's not necessarily... This is when it comes down to it. It's not necessarily the language that people are using, but it's, it's the words and the intention. It was like... It was like... It was almost like she was like hissing. Yeah, like seething. Seething. Yeah. And, and then she started on her son as well, her teenage son. And I just thought, that's really quite sad. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got to say it. When I have been really angry with my children if they've done something you know I have few rules but you know some of the rules if they get broken I can become really evil but I then start saying all sorts of really irrational things like Christmas is (laughs) cancelled which of course is complete 
<laughs> rubbish, really. Well, you know, we all, we all lose it sometimes, don't yeah. we? But I think the thing is, that, again, it's about communication and saying, yeah. you know, I'm angry and explaining. I know yeah. it's difficult sometimes in the time but when yeah. you're in that moment. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than um, yeah. it losing... I do lose... I, I do... I mean, I haven't lost it for a long time, actually, because... Um, with neurodiversity in my house, I've got to be careful with losing it because it can cause all manner of problems. Yeah. But I do sometimes like to lose it because it, it just gets rid of all that energy. Yeah, definitely. And um, as long as it's not targeted specifically. Yeah, and if yeah. you do this, it's just explaining after, isn't it? It's yeah. apologising and saying... Yeah, I've is... got really angry because... Yeah. And I've asked you to take the bins out 30 million times and yeah. you've not helped and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I've lost it or yeah. whatever. You know. But what I, what I tend to do now, actually, if, if it's something that needs to happen um, and it hasn't happened, I just don't help them the next time. Yeah. So... Does that work? Yeah, so it's like... Um, oh, mum, can we do that thing? It's like, no, I'm not doing it. Because yeah. I asked you to tidy your room yeah. and clean the bathroom and you wouldn't do it. So, yeah, so you explain sorry. yourself still. Yeah. 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 So, so I don't have to get angry. Saying. Yeah. Um, and that seems to work. Yeah. But yeah. And I think intent- intention's a big one. And you see, you know, you can really feel it sometimes, the kind of intent behind people's words, like the energy as well yeah, that comes, yeah, 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 yeah. comes off that. Especially when it comes to swearing yes like, I think you know because swear words are just words aren't they just, I love swearing me too and they but there's a time and place there's definitely a time yeah. and place and people often say that I sound like Sarah Ferguson I don't agree um, and they think it sounds really funny when I swear but I really love swearing yeah. but I swear perhaps not at people I try not to swear at people yeah um, and I think that's why I've always taught my children. I said, I, you know, you can swear as much as you like, but don't swear at people and don't swear in front of your grandparents. Yeah. Or in front of teachers or anywhere else that's <laughs> inappropriate. But... but yeah, there's nothing better sometimes when you, when you do need, you have that need to just express yourself. Yeah, and, and it's just a word. Certain words just are better. Like, I do love the C word. I'm not going to say it. Do you use it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, see, I don't and use that. I mean, I use the word fuck all the time, but yeah, and shit. Um, and um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind the c word. Let's just say it, cunt. Yeah. I don't actually mind that word, but I don't. I just don't tend to use it very much. I didn't say cunt because I thought you'd be upset with me for saying cunt. <laughs> it's because you, it's it's you say it. It's because you say it with that like London accent, cunt. You sound like some kind of East End gangster, cunt. <laughs> That's the only way, way to say it, isn't it? In it? In it? <laughs> See, I think I say it in a like proper English way. Cunt. Cunt. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I remember um, the word for vagina, well, not really vagina, kind of fanny in Dutch is kut. Mm. And I used to say it. So we, I lived in Holland for years and years and years, and my dad um, worked for the European Space Agency, and he spoke barely a word of Dutch, even though we were there for 20 years. Um, and I would use the word kurt and he'd go mental and I'd be like it's not that bad it's not like bad and he'd come like flying around the corner really raging because of the word kurt yeah but one of the few words he knew yeah he, he did, he did. no 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 but he no but he didn't think it was kurt as in fanny he thought it was I was, was saying, saying cunt, cunt. Oh. he thought kurt and cunt was the same thing well it is basically isn't it no well no. it kind of is but like you would say Kurt, 
Actually, you'd use it as a swear word. Like, if you mm. say fuck, you'd say could. I mean, it is a good word, cunt, and it sounds like an angry word you use at the right time, like fuck and shit and the, the others. It's kind of those hard-sounding words. Mm. But it makes me a little bit angry that kind of the biggest swear word, you know, like I said the C word, the word that people won't mention, especially yeah. not women, yeah. is, you know, a woman's... The Voldemort of the swear words. Yes, yeah. but it is the woman's, the woman's genitals. And, and why is... That, you know, why is it that the women's genitals is the worst swear word possible? The worst thing you could be possibly told that you are is to be a vulva or a cunt. And actually, I wanted to read something here because it's a little bit about where the kind of origins of the word cunt has come Come. Cunt. <laughs> so, the origins of the word cunt, I'm going to read this. This is from... Um, well, it was written on the Yoni Shakti movement page. I think you shared this, actually. Sarah. Yeah, I did share. It was from Uma Dinsmore Tuli. It says at the end, Gloria Patonis with Carol Miranda, Stone Age Divas, their mystery and their magic. Yeah, she That's shared it. It was shared on her page. Okay. So it says, Cuneiform, the most ancient form of writing derives from Kunta, meaning female genitalia, in Sumerian of ancient Iraq. Kunta is woman. In several Near Eastern and African languages, and a mother tongue that is being compiled by linguists today. It was also spelt Kuna with Q, which is Q U N A, which is the root of queen. So basically, it means queen. Since priestesses were known to be accountants and administrators of Temple of Iyana in Sumeria, Sumeria? When cuneiform was first used, it is highly likely that cuneiform was the sign of the Kunta who kept the books for the temple economy redistribution of wealth that evolved from communal economics of ancient mother cultures. So when an abuser calls a woman a cunt, he actually is calling her a queen who invented writing and numerals. Girls and women can thus reclaim the word in our language that has been used as weapons against us in emotionally explosive situations. Um, the word prostitute goes on about what word prostitute. Uh, many ancient languages did not have huge vocabularies as we do, and the same word has many meanings according to the context in which it was used. Kunta is also the root of Kundalini, which is the energy. Um, uh, uh, Kundalini yoga. Yeah. And any quantity of words that start with the qua or qua, which is Kunda, which is the mother of Buddha, according to Japanese, Kanti Diva, the goddess of Kundalini energy. India Kunta means literally one who has female genitalia and describes a priestess. Uh, Kun, goddess of mercy. In India, there's the Kani, the Korean goddess Kudshu, female priest of ancient Canaan, which became the Roman province of Palestine after they conquered it. So basically, we want to, we want to be called a cunt. Basically, we should, and we should, we should reclaim the word. Excellent. And use it in a, in a positive way, although it, it is a good swear word because of it. But, I mean, it's no different than being, like, there's, there's only one, you know, word different in the word, um, one letter word different to the word can't. If you yeah. just, like, you know, I don't know. That's, that sounds like a really a posh version can't. of can't, yeah. Oh, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Nice but Dim version. <laughs> But, the, you know, there's, there's lots of origins of words that we kind of don't really know, I suppose. And that's, it's fascinating we start delving into to language. And the other thing that really gets on my nerves is the kind of default masculine. The, word, the fact that language often falls onto using 
men rather than using women. So like, you know, mankind or, you know, or things like... Well, they tend to use human, it should be humankind, shouldn't it, really? It should be, yeah. Or the fact like there's the English football team and then there is women's football team. You know, yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. just yeah. annoys me. Like, just, why is there not men's football and women's football? There's yeah. just, I know people say that, but generally, like, if you look, looked up, go online, there's the England football team, yeah. which is the men's, and then there's the women's football team. Yeah. But yeah, there's always like, the men always get the default. They're always the ones that have everything, and then we get called women, or we just get classed into being men. Yeah. And it's like that in lots of languages. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. So what about um, body language? Yeah. We haven't really talked about body language. Well, we should a little bit. I mean, yeah, I mean, body language is massive. And it, it, like we were saying earlier, when, when you don't have that and you've just got the written in front of you, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you we lose did say so that. much. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, there's just... I mean, kind of like having that open body when you're talking, so having the chest open and the arms down by the side rather than having the crossed arms and kind of rounded shoulders looking yeah. down. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I think body language can be misinterpreted. Yeah. So definitely. someone who's very shy and withdrawn can come across as being arrogant and, you know, superior, when actually that's completely not true. Yeah. But they're talking um, perhaps, you know... In a way, yeah, yeah, and some people are really clever. I mean, like psychopaths have, you know, they they learn to read the language and they learn how to manipulate body language. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of things like um, so you know, I've been taught through you know doing counselling and stuff. You're taught how to build up rapport with somebody and by yeah. by mimicking body language. And most people do it naturally anyway when you're really yeah, yeah, yeah. involved in something, but. There's certain little things that you can do, you know, like to really connect with somebody is start mimicking their breathing, really connects you. And in Indonesia, and I'm sure they do it lots of places, but I know particularly like the the um, people that will like pick, pick pocket you, especially if you're like sat down somewhere, they'll come and sit next to you and they'll start mimicking your breathing. It makes you feel really relaxed and then you become really unaware. And then they will quite openly, easily just pick up your bags and go through stuff and take it away because you've so, almost like it puts you into sort of a trance. It's like a hip, hip like a hip, uh, hypnosis. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's very, very. But you clever. can do that when I'm teaching yoga. Yeah. And I've got a particularly, either a very stressed client or a, a class full of stressed people, by slowing down my language. Yeah. I get people to really, really soften into their bodies and they instantly just relax yeah. without using the word relax because that's a very much of a trigger word yeah, often be, for people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's quite interesting. And tone as well. Yeah. So my low tone, You've slow got a great voice for that. Voice. Putting us all to sleep. Do you think, <laughs> have I got a sexy voice? You do. Thanks, very sexy. Thanks, Leon. <laughs> and the other, the other, the other um, saying that I loved when I went to Botswana and I was staying with the Sam people they had a saying which was white tooth can kill and basically what they said is you can't take just because somebody's smiling at you doesn't mean they're good and that's the other thing with body language is that we especially in our culture we kind of associate somebody that's happy and smiley are actually really friendly but it's very easy to put on a smile and be all look on the surface be all happy and you know, but actually underneath, you could be an evil cunt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're saying things, and that's... Yeah. Well, I mean, that gets onto culture anyway. I mean, 
Yeah. I used to work for an Indian company and I, I loved it and I loved the people. But, you know, you'd ask them a question and they'd kind of very happily move their head from side to side and smile at you and agree. Yeah. But you never really knew because they, they were being respectful. Yeah. But I just want, I wanted them to be truthful to me. Yeah. And that sometimes was quite, quite difficult to... You know, depending on... And to not read what, that body language. Well, it depended on what else. their job was. If they were very senior, it, yeah. was, it was easier. But with people who maybe perceived themselves as not having such a senior role, they would... I couldn't always get, get to know what, you know, what was actually on their mind. Yeah. Um, so I think culturally, depending on what culture, yeah, it's quite different. And that's it? difficult, isn't it, when you are communicating between cultures, what... We read as body language yeah. and being, yeah. you know, kind of friendly body language yeah. might not be for other yeah. people. Well, I, I remember um, working with a Danish girl, and she was being got called into the manager's office and told that she wasn't being friendly enough to some of the doctors that we were working with. Mm-hmm. And she explained that in, in Denmark, as a woman working, I mean, this is a few years ago, it may have changed now, you know, you don't smile because yeah. it's seen as being like, I don't know, I can't remember what she said, whether it was a sign of weakness, but you, you know, as a female working, you you don't smile. It's yeah. all very serious. Yeah. Whereas, you know, not to get into too much sexism again, but as a woman, if you don't smile, you kind of get this, oh, she's a miserable cow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I suppose the I suppose to take away from this podcast, I would say that to be aware of your words. Leanne's top tips. Leanne's yeah, was like, well, we're going to finish them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say that words, you know, can shame us and they can silence us and they can police us and they can be manipulative um, from outside, but also to be where we then where we can start is awareness of what words are being used around us, but especially the awareness that, of the words that we're using on ourselves, And I think that is like the first place to start when it comes to language. Is if you speak to yourself better and stop criticising yourself, you're less likely to speak to other people badly and criticise others. And so awareness is my top tip yeah. for today. <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure again, Leanne. As always. As always. And... Um, Sorry if you don't like the word cunt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to make sure it's explicit. And we've used it a lot. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so just hopefully... Well, we'll have to put a thing on there to say, don't listen to it if you've got children. Yeah. It's a bit late now, but yeah. I'll, I'll put it on the front as well. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. If you like this episode, please do subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at women's underscore debate, Instagram, women's masturbate, all one word, Facebook, women, apostrophe S, separate word mass, separate word debate.